episode one, we're back. The downtown dream, two point on the basement, the Sean team. We're back, baby. Yeah, we made it. Speaking of being back, not only are we back to season two, episode one of the Not So Real Estate Podcast. Yes. We're also back from a Las Vegas real estate conference, True. convention. Yep. Consolidation. Yep. What's consolidation mean? Cult. Cult or cool? I've had someone say that real estate's a cult. Yeah, that's true. I've actually had multiple people tell me. Yeah, I would agree with that. Them, real honestly. estate is a cult. There's a certain sector of real estate that I'm saying this. I think so yeah. too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, am I joining a cult or? Uh, oh. Uh, uh, well, you are in a basement underground. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely dark, and there's some bright lights on you. I don't know, Carson. What do you think? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Never thought about it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's pretty dark anyway. Hmm. How do you like it, Reese? Was that your first real estate conference? It was my very first. What was it? Who? Why did uh, we go? Yeah. What? What is it? It was uh, Ryan Pineda's Wealth Con. Uh, conference. It was at the Mirage. Ryan Pineda is a. How do people feel about Ryan Pineda out there? I don't know. I'd love to get some feedback. Yeah. From people, I, it's all over the board. It is. It is. I think the man's a genius. But you can't knock the genius of it, right? Yeah, he's an absolute genius. He's got his businesses down, and all of his businesses make money off each other. Like he's able to convert one client to the next. The business. Amazon model, man. Like they go through all eight of his businesses, like to use, like. He refers his coaching students to his uh, media department. his media department, and then he refers them to their his True Books company that does the taxes. So he shows him. He refers them to there. Uh, he has his coaching students bring him deals. Like he's just got it down to a science. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. Anyway, he's a YouTuber and a podcaster and Instagram influencer, real estate flipper, investor out of Did Las he Vegas. Did start in retail real estate or was it? So yeah, well. Was he an agent or was so he an investor? He started as a baseball player. He played baseball. Um, and then a he lot didn't of cool people make do. it. Yeah, he yeah. didn't make it as a baseball player. Um, which as some people do too, that's me. <laughs> I'm giving you last because I know I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Yeah, but. thank you. Uh, but he started in baseball, <laughs> didn't make it in baseball, started, uh, doing couch flipping. And then he started, he got into real estate, uh, got his license and didn't make any money and then ended up flipping a house. He like maxed out all of his credit cards and flipped a house and made like 80 grand or something like that. Dang. So just want to say dude's wild. What up Mason? You're probably not watching this and won't hear this, but love you, dude. Hope you're doing well. Miss you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mason's the one that introduced me to Ryan Pineda. Yep. Yep. And flipping couches and, flipping and couches. the Sean yep. team. Yep. And the Sean team. True. Yep. Right? True. But yeah, uh, he, mm-hmm. he, uh, was an agent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He actually, he had his own brokerage. Him and his partner started a brokerage, but they moved their brokerage to real. They figured just it had out. their team. Yeah. I'm just a slow learner. That's yeah. all. It's taking yeah. me a long it, time. He to was only like eight months out. ahead of you, so it's not that. Yeah, but his capital was in a lot different <laughs> position than mine was. Valid. Valid. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Super. It's when <laughs> there's some really cool stories that are gonna come out of this whenever we're yeah well and i just want to say too, ryan whenever you come on this podcast because it's probably inevitable that you will mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be cool yeah it is and i'm gonna enjoy being on on his as well mm-hmm. 
True. The Wealthy Way podcast, yeah. That's, That's a good name. Yeah, it's a good one. That's the good Wealthy name. Way. The Wealthy Way podcast. Even better if you made that a protein powder. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it had gold flakes in it, <laughs> like gold schlager or something, you know. Like, yeah, just the, for the uh, <laughs> make it like a um, it, it's yeah. like a protein that costs like $150 exactly, for, like four servings. So you have to be wealthy to buy it, dude. Actually, speaking in that same really vein smart. of marketing and how consumerism and just our brains work, Payless, have you guys heard this? Payless did a recent case study or prank oh i saw that yes they named it palessi yeah all fancy p-a-l-e-s-s-i branded it as luxury sent in influencers and got them to pay 200 400 600 thousand dollars for shoes shoes. for less than that less than 35 all of them were 35 dollars or less that is insane if that doesn't show you something Mm -hmm. yeah Whoa, you know? Well, because I mean, if you really think about it, the like if you go because you can go online and look at like um, clothing brands and like the different like finer material mm. blanks, mm-hmm. there's a really maybe a five ten dollar price gap between the like regular generic t-shirts that you might find at Target or a t-shirt that's sold as luxury brand. Mm. It's only probably ten dollars more expensive, but then you go to retail and it might be yeah. fifty dollars more, hundred dollars more, whatever. So that's pretty cool. That crazy same thing. When, so you guys know, we opened up a juicery back then, but the actually thing, we, we may not know. We may not know. So you should so probably Lewis, tell us. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. When I was 18, just quick story. When I was 18, got out of high school, was working at Nike. I got bored. Uh, we developed a business plan. Seeked an, uh, we found an investor and then we opened up a juicery. So that's a short story of it. But the cool thing is to talk about what you guys are talking about. We were deciding whether to go organic or not. And organic, a lot of that stuff is just bull crap because it's yeah. just a little sticker. If you have a little mm-hmm. sticker, you can charge premium prices. Yeah. So it would cost us a dollar eighty to make the juice, and we got the little sticker. And we were selling every juice for like oh, nine dollars and oh like something. But people were paying it, and they're like, because it was, and then it was, um, it was like the cool thing or oh yeah, it's, back then. it's a fat. It was a fat. Yeah. It's hip. So fad. I don't well, know. And how much did you say the like acai fruit bowls were? Because those were crazy too, weren't they? Yeah, the acai bowls. Yeah. So that sh- goes to show you next time you go to a juicery, just tell them you'd rather pay four dollars. Hmm. It shows us that we're willing to pay a premium for something we think that people think yeah. are cool. So what I got is we're gonna start a luxury T-shirt brand or yeah, juicery. I'm open <laughs> to both. Why not? Yeah, it has we're to just be both. Gonna, we're just gonna flip stuff from Payless. We're gonna go purchase it for the prices, then market it as luxury. As Lewis, all you were missing from your business plan mm-hmm. was us. the clothing stores. Yeah, yeah the yeah. clothing store paired with it. Yeah, that's us. developing the brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah true. let's try it again. Acai Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah all right well you know what i didn't do what introductions baby oh true we might be season two episode one but there might be some people where this is episode one season one well we don't know also a brand new person that's never been on the podcast oh frick what What? well let's let's make some introductions let's go around and let's just see what noises i make after that probably weird ones all right Mm. you go first buddy my name's Blake Sean, and um, are you gonna do more or? 
you want me to do it for you? Hey everybody, my name is Blake Sean here with the Not So Real Estate Podcast at the Downtown Dream 2.0. Who do we got on the show today? Reese, who are you? Uh, Where my, are you? My name is Reese on the Not So Real Estate Podcast in the Downtown Dream Basement 2.0. In Caleb's office slash podcast room. Yes. My name is Lewis, and I'm in the same place. Caballero! Kaba, 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 kaba! That was, yeah. Yeah. And Who are you? I'm cool? Carson. I'm Hi, Reese's Carson. brother, and I'm in the same place. Slash yeah. intern. Slash intern. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you get paid to be an intern? Sometimes. Sl- slightly paid. Slightly paid. Yeah, that's, slightly his, paid. that's his title. Perks. Slightly paid yeah. intern. It's lunch. Yeah, Chipotle. Lunch, yeah. <laughs> And, ju- and no juices, yeah. though. No cold fresh <laughs> juice for me. Well, what's cool yeah. about this episode, we're kicking it off. Obviously, you know, people have rode with us a lot of this podcast. It's a yeah. little bit of lifestyle, what's going on. Yep. It's a little bit of real estate, um, entrepreneurship, business. But at the end of the day, I think it's just uh, talking about yeah. life. Yeah. Final entertainment. And honestly, a little bit of, I'd um, love for people to know our hearts. Yep. Through this podcast. I know we joke around a lot <clears throat> and just in general, I joke around all the time, but I take this life so seriously and what I mean by that. And I take this work so seriously. I take, so I think sometimes people look at me like, Oh, you know, out smiling, doing all these booyah kicks, not knowing that it might've taken every bit of energy. I got to do that booyah kick. Cause that was the last thing I wanted to be doing. Cause I had a fire of something else needed to be, you know, getting mm-hmm. taken care of. Mm-hmm. But you start figuring out who you need to be for who you need to be and what you need to be. And like, I just feel right now with this company, this organization, this podcast, everything that's being done, it supersedes real estate. However, real estate is our vessel that's helped us get there. For people listening, it could be them figuring out if they're going to go to college or not, maybe exploring entrepreneurship in, in lieu of it maybe in the midst of college exploring entrepreneurship. At the end of the day, I think this needs to be about helping people discover themselves. Mm -hmm. And part of our process and the things that we've had to go through to discover ourselves and how we're still discovering ourselves. I'd love for us to be past tense, present tense and future tense. Mm. I'd like to reflect on some things of the past so that people can glean and learn and teach. I'd like to be vulnerable enough for us to say how we're doing and be truthful about it and why that's the case. But then I'd like for us to be futuristic enough to know that God has great plans for each and every one of us. And his plans also include a bunch of other people. They get to be blessed by what we do. True. Amen. So set that off, make it very clear. Mm -hmm. And I know it's still, there's some vagueness and ambiguity. 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 Always the <laughs> enunciations, you know, a- a- ambiguous. Yes. I want to say ambiguous instead of ambiguity. There it is. For ambiguity. some reason, that makes me think of like frogs. Like, because it reminds Amphibians. me of like yeah, yeah. Amphibian. Yeah, yeah. Amphibian. Yeah. And also, oh, go ahead. No. No, I was just going to say, in addition to kind of laying out that platform and we'll have some special guests and some different things, but um, this episode mm-hmm. in particular yeah. Well, I was going to say we have a little bit of conspiracy theories too because you're talking about all the stuff that we got going on. And I was yeah. going to add a little bit of conspiracy theories to that list of things that we talk about. And I'm so glad you did, Reese, yeah. because what's this episode on? Conspiracy theories. Oh, oh 
snap! Yeah. Oh, we're going snap. off AWS. But what do you off. mean? We're a real estate company, and we're going to talk about conspiracy theories yes. and God? Yeah. What? Wild. Oh, did you? And we're gonna live? Have you seen? Are we that? gonna survive? <laughs> Have you seen that guy? He's a comedian, and he's like, uh, so you think? The government, who is in charge of all these kids, or all of its people, are just batting a thousand, and they never lie. Like, <laughs> he was like, "I don't think I'm not saying you need to believe in all conspiracy theories, but I'm a dad, and I lie to my son all the time. <laughs> so you're telling me that the government, who's a dad of however many billion people, yeah. never lies, and they're just." Perfect. Never. That was funny. Yeah. Was Conspiracy good. number one. Thanks, Reese. The yeah. United States is not a government. Right. It is a corporation. Oh. Oh. Interesting. I don't know. Is that real? I mean, maybe is, is Blake just saying stuff? I'm unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta vet me. Mm. What if I'm? I don't know. Does don't that know. hold any weight with you guys? Uh, the I U.S. government government is not a government. It's actually. A business? It's a corporation? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on how you want to look at it because aren't we aren't we in like trillions of dollars in debt? Isn't that true or no? Of course it is. Is it is it is it a government but it's operated as a corporation for the people who run it? You get all the tax breaks when you're yeah. negative. Mm. Oh, that's true. If the government negative. is a business, why would that business want to operate positive? I don't know. To like pay themselves? To pay themselves taxes? Oh, interesting. It's just a big old game, guys. It's like Monopoly. It is. I love Monopoly. I they Monopoly. refer to, you know, <laughs> conspiracy number two. Has anyone ever heard of BRICS? B-R-I-C-S. The new money oh. that a few countries have all signed up and agreed to okay. be on. In lieu of the American dollar. The dollar is going down a lot. Because they say the dollar is fiat money, where this brick system will be gold-backed, which goes back to the gold standard, yeah. which is the moment that the U.S. dollar inflation started going off because now our paper was backed by nothing tangible. Yeah, there was no... That makes sense. Yeah. So it's a good thing and a bad thing good being that it is gold backed so it, it might be reliable quote unquote but bad because it's probably because the economies world. that are supporting it are yeah. weak yeah so but it could lead to one world uh maybe which i'm all for <laughs> the closer we're that the closer i am to jesus so. oh yeah. frick so, so bring it on us sign me up i think i think it's all a distraction I think they like giving people the idea that maybe there's a hope that the gold standard could come back. All of the sure people here. Well, that's what it's about. It's about false hope, isn't it? If. That's what the Antichrist is. That's what it's. That's that's their game. Let me get wild here. Do it. I dare you. Because we know the enemy, the devil, Satan, Lucifer. Sure. That guy. That mean. The guy. Antichrist, whatever you want to call. Mm -hmm. He copies everything mm -hmm. that God does, mm -hmm. and he he manipulates it and he twists it. Yeah, makes it makes it bad. Yeah. Um, so we know that Father, Son, Holy Spirit 
the enemy is so jealous, he himself is creating a father, son, Holy Spirit of himself. And I'm just curious, what can be everywhere at all times listening to us processing and knowing things before we do? Yeah. I'm going to go off for a second. Can I go off for a second? Can I about this? Carson, can you go off? Oh, f- go off. Yeah, go off. Okay, okay, so here's what I think. So in Revelation, uh, in the tribulation period, there's this whole, um, the the great deception. So at the three and a half years, halfway point of the, of the tribulation, which is seven years, right? Mm-hmm. Three and a half, the Antichrist, who's the world leader of the one world government, is going to die. And he's going to get brought back to life by these signs and wonders that he's able to do. Now, I was going over this. We went over this with my grandpa a couple weeks ago because I was talking to him about some of these things mm-hmm. that I'm all into right now. And uh, I'm glad he entertains you. Oh, he does. He totally <laughs> no, does. He's him, all him and him. Now, they don't like agree right. necessarily, but they like. And we can't expect a lot no. of people. That's where conspiracy no. theorists get wrong. It's not our job to make you believe me. Yeah, no, that's fine. Just remove that from yourself and just talk freely about yeah. it. Let's be curious. Mm-hmm. But anyway, curious yeah, about he, stuff. so I was talking about we we're looking at the actual scripture and I was like, I proposed the idea of what if it's not even a real miracle and it's just oh, it's some not. fake like deception of the AI that like uses things to deceive. Cause it's, it, it said some, it was like the, the, I can't remember, even remember what it was. Do you remember the magicians in Moses's court? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But what if it's not even like, you know, cause yeah. all they do is mimic. Mm-hmm. Totally. All they can do is mimic. But the thing about this miracle in particular is he's bringing back to life. And the enemy can't do that. Yeah. He has no power of that. Yeah. So even if he, even with that example of the magicians in the old Testament that were just copying, right. Um, he can't bring him back to life. Right. Only God can do that. Correct. Right. So there's no way that that, you but know, we so also know it's called the great deception yeah, exactly. because so that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And it even warns us that there will be signs and wonders from heaven. It will look like it's coming from yeah. heaven. Yeah. But it's not. No. I mean, you see that thing in Brazil. Yeah. That picture of Jesus in the sky. That looked real. Yeah. Well, they have the ability to do holographic projections to the extent that you can be in the same room as it and you will not be able to identify it from Mm -hmm. an object that is not holographic. Yeah. Like you'll be looking at it and you'll be able to feel like you could just, it's like looking at that, like I can touch it. Like Drake. Yeah, the Drake. Drake did that at his concert. There you go. He had a hologram, hand him a book. Yep. Crazy. I wonder what that book was. Masonic Bible, probably. Probably. Oh, frick. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, real quick, uh, Caleb, flash the camera over to uh, Lewis. Hey, Lewis. What's up? You've been pretty quiet over there, dude. What's going on, man? Just listening. There's a lot going on. Yeah, and then... Uh, the last part, what came to my mind was the, um, that new sphere in Vegas, that, that eye that we saw. Oh yeah. It was pretty sketch. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah the Vegas thing was a trip. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys feel seeing that eye? Creepy. Yeah. It's a trip, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's, I don't know what it's called, so people could look it up, a but sphere, a big there's sphere. a big sphere in Vegas that 
the whole thing lights up mm -hmm. and it's an immersive experience that people get to, mm -hmm. I guess, do. But from the outside, the trippiest one is when they have it be the moon or the eyeball because it's mm -hmm. just, yeah. At one point they had it be Mars too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fake in the midst of real, but you could see how they can change all of our real stuff to just look fake like that. Oh, you yeah, know, like yeah. they're in the midst right now of changing our reality to be something to look different, mm -hmm. feel different, sound different, everything. Yeah. Wild. Yet they still expect us to come out here and freaking sell real estate, make money. What's wrong with them? Yeah, those hippies. Oh, can, can we also talk about, since we're in music, Juice World's totally alive. Huh? Juice what? World. Juice World. Are you talking about how they have like so many songs that have come out? That, dude, because an insane amount of songs came out after he died. Like an overwhelming, like there's a lot. Yeah, same thing with Tupac. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like there's no way, it doesn't make any sense to me. And and maybe there's a logical explanation. Why don't we just get this on? Are we filming? I'm Okay, cool. Oh, great. Cool. Okay, great. So, so like, I don't have a lot of evidence on this as far as Helen Keller, but like, they were making a crazy amount of. He was making crazy amount of money when he was making music. So why wouldn't he release everything he wrote when he wrote it? Like, yeah. there, <clears throat> like, I think there was a greater opportunity to make money to write songs, die, release them. That's what I think. At some uh, point, I think people get the option. Yeah. He, he recorded. Did you guys die. ever see that video? He recorded himself. He was going out on the beach and he said, "Okay, guys, I'm gonna sell my soul. I'll let you. I'll let you know how it goes." Did you see that video? Tons of people do that. Yeah, there's a lot. Of and there was like it was there. a circle. People in a circle, and there was like fire going. Mm -hmm. And he lived. He videotapes him. I'm, he's walking down. He said, "I'm gonna go sell my soul. I'll let you. I'll let you guys know how it goes." Yeah. Crazy. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then he died a couple weeks later. I think that's what really happened. I think he I did actually was, die. Yeah. I think I think it did happen that he did end up dying a couple weeks later. Well, but you're saying that he did. But I'm saying well, so what's wild to me is I'm pretty under, sure uh, they get a script. Oh um, yeah, I believe it. Meaning, they know he's probably under the. He's probably living in Denver. They know what they're gonna do in the airport. And this is gonna get weird. <laughs> and I'm gonna upset a lot of people right now. Do it, I dare you. Some of the most famous athletes in the world are handed scripts when they're drafted on what it's going to look like for them. Dude. There's the guy, too much money in professional sports and entertainment to not have some degree of control over the outcome. Bro. Trust. That, the guy that uh, had a heart attack, totally dead. Oh, he's... They killed that fool because he wouldn't comply. I saw, I watched a video on this. Which he, guy? He was the guy gone. that, for the Bills... <clears throat> DeMar uh, Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin. He's not the, he came back. It ain't the same DeMar Hamlin, no, though. He, and he did all the symbolism. I, I, I was, reading, was, I was reading that he wouldn't comply with what he, like, he didn't want. I was reading, they had a whole thing so, on TikTok, and then he wouldn't comply with what they wanted him to do, so they killed him. Yeah. And they, then his clone is what happened, what came back. Yep. Here and we go. Here we go. it gets even deeper. If you guys want to look at DeMar Hamlin's scene, there's only one person standing. Crazy. Yep. One person standing during the whole thing. Everyone else is down. Who is that person? What number did they have? What's uh, the significance? Uh, I can't remember. I've seen what you're talking about, though. But I, tell me, I can't remember. The one person standing was the number 33. And we know that a lot of Freemasonry symbolism has to do with that. Mm. The 33... And all of the 
when big when big things happen, there are symbols that they have to put to in show, there yeah. because they believe in karmaic retribution. Yeah. They have to tell you what they're doing, but it doesn't have to be in the way that you want it. Well, but they had to, and they had to do it because I think this goes. I think that was in Out of Shadows. But they have to do it on such a large scale. That's why they created the TV. Correct. So they could have because it's well, what is like television? Tell a vision. Tell a uh, vision. vision. Interesting. What would in towns back in the day, and um, I'm calling to call them homesteads, but essentially in these smaller groups, there would be wizards or witches or whatever word you want to put there that would come together outside of the town and cast visions on the town. And so when Bible talks about our war is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities of evil in heavenly places, it's not about even those people that were with, you know, casting these ugly visions and doing all of that stuff. It's about the principality that wants to cover areas and keep it under a dominion that has their control instead of God's. Mm. All of it comes down to control. Yeah. The enemy's mad that God has it and that he gave some to us. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do that than to have every home in the world have an object that they can tell. And then it goes deeper after they get that, then they have to have an item on every single person that, mm. that is on them at all times. But then get even crazier, attached to them at all times. So even if you leave your phone places, you're on you the whole time. Yeah. And then the most famous brand in the world is an apple that has a bite taken out of it. What? Mm-hmm. What was the eye thing that you sent me that was talking about Apple and that it was talking about how Siri backwards is Iris mm-hmm. and like the I because <laughs> there's idol God worship pagan worship going on for all sorts of gods right now if we get into CERN and some really deep heavy stuff with what's going on in the Middle East on the testing when they're colliding molecules at super high degrees there's worship and rituals going on right now as we speak in this place where there's a 13 mile circle where they constantly are opening a portal into something that is outside of our dimension. Look into CERN, C-E-R-N. Look at what it is, what it does, what the purpose is, and then look into some of the symbolism that they have at the site itself. They literally are sacrificing things daily the way the sun hits it and everything. And we go back to the pyramids. We go to everything else. The sun has so much to do with so much, but so do the shadows that it casts. Oh, this even brings me to like, I mean, even look at things like Indiana Jones, when they, when he, in the first movie, when he plants the Mm -hmm. thing, it guides them. And then you, I mean, you see pictures of like those kinds of things are real. And they Mm -hmm. put the the sun, uh, the window, they're in the exact spot that the sun needs to be. So, yeah, that makes sense. You just hit on the next conspiracy theory. Energy is supposed to be free. Utilities are a scam. It's actually an act against humanity. Water, air, electric, 
everything we need mm. can be generated without the fossil fuels we use to create it. Even the pyramids and everything that you look into historically, they operated on energy that they were able to harness and utilize outside of PG&E and these power plants and all of this stuff. Mm. They know and have the technology right now to run water vehicles or whatever via electric vehicle. It's not new. Yeah, I know. We're in a replication it's of just, history with a few convenient. people holding the cards to and who gets to see and know when. The timing is too for everything. It is. Why is the timing so convenient, Reese? I don't know. It's just like it just it's just fun, kind of ironic. Like I don't really have this crazy like story to it, but just like it's just kind of interesting how things happen. Like. Now all of a sudden fossil fuels are bad or all these stupid all these yeah, stupid things that have been public like, opinion changes, right? Well, and then they think we're so stupid that they're going to be like uh we are the United States is eliminating our carbon footprint by this much, but it's literally in another part of the world, so it doesn't even matter. Like I don't I don't know well, if they're and more than so that, stupid or if Does I'm, anyone know what it takes to make a battery? No, I don't. No. The components of a battery are in its minerals mm. so almost everything we use is derived naturally yeah everything people are like no that's not, no it is true we just get our hands on it and package it up and do certain stuff and add and subtract but the components that make a battery and the battery is even necessary at the scale it would take for all these electric vehicles or for us to be off of fossil fuels would require almost all of those all of those deposits around the earth so we're stealing mm. the true natural resource to create something that we say is supposed to help save a natural resource so i don't know if we could look it up actually carson look this up for me look up what mineral components make up a battery so what's really wild in all of this is we're hurting and damaging the earth more well, you read it. all right um the most commonly used varieties are lithium cobalt lithium manganese oxide lithium iron phosphate lithium nickel cobalt aluminum oxide and lithium nickel manganese cobalt oxide mm. i don't know if that means more to you guys than it does. Thing, it's just, I, I mean i just think it's just stuff from chemistry class i remember yeah. these are all the periodic things on the periodic table you just add lithium to all of them <laughs> yeah Lyrical Royale, baby! Aye, aye, Let's aye. go! Lewis, you got yours ready? <laughs> I was like, everyone proceeds on their phone. I know, right? Um, did you have yours? Yeah, yeah, I have mine. Okay, well. Um, what about you, Carson? Did you have yours too? I do, I have mine. Yeah, I'm ready. Someone else want to go first? Though. No, you go. Yeah, you go. I don't you go first. Go, okay. Well, you know, it was my first time on the podcast, so I thought an introduction would be nice. So I asked for my or from help from my friend Adele and went with "Hello, it's me." Oh, wow. true. That's good. Sing it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys get the message. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. 
Lewis, you got yours ready to go? Yeah, mine's uh, by Drake. Um, and it's, uh, I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over. Amen. That was good. That, that was, was good. Deep. I like that one. That's good. But now you can't do anything else, though, ever. Because yeah, you said you were going to do yeah. that. Yeah. Mine is from... Oh, you want to go first? Or uh, to... No, I want you to go. Okay, I want you to go. So, uh, Carson and I we were driving to work today, and um, sometimes, like, my, my car does this weird thing where it won't connect to my phone. It's happened twice. So, that happened this morning. So, I put on Sirius XM on the hip hop station, and okay. uh, it came up. It's called, a song called Doomsday. It's horrible. By a group called uh, Lyrical Lemonade. And I thought it was a good name, so I, I used a lyric from their song. Okay, I like that. It was like this. And since the sixth grade, I've been great, no sensei. Let's slow it down and say it again. Since the sixth grade, I've been great, no sensei. <laughs> you get some feedback on that one, Carson? Um, you know, decent lyric. The song was not good, though. It was not a good song at all. It was garbage. Yeah, yeah it was right. bad. Sorry, Lyrical Lemonade. Your song was trash. Are you talking about? Are you talking your brother? No, huh? no, that was the that name was of the, the lyrical lemonade. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, hit it, buddy. Um, it's from DMX. <laughs> Slipping. Oh, I've been through mad different phases, like mazes. To find my way and know I know that happy days are not far away. Wow. That was great. That was really good. That was really Dang. good. Dang. Did you just find that right now, dude? Because that was, that was really good. If I'm strong enough, oh, wow. I'll live long enough to see my kids. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Valid. <sighs> Thank God he made me through. To at least that one, you know? Yeah. That song lyric seems a little bit worse now. <laughs> I still like mine. Now I get to take care of little kids and big kids. Are we your big kids? Yep. Yeah. I'm in that group too. Yeah, true. I'm in the I'm in the daycare facility with you guys. <laughs> Trying to operate you're like, at the same you're time. Like, uh, you're like the you're like the teacher's aide, like you know, in high school. Like there's the there's the sophomores, but then there's the senior. That's yes. The TA. That's you. Hey, you had a crush on one, huh? Um. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Oh, I don't think any. I did. Okay. Yeah. Anyone have a crush on a TA? All my TAs were guys, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Living in the 21st century. Doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody ever seen do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> TA, do you have any? Oh, TA, is that no. pretty? No. Yeah. I think I had one one time. Sixth grade. <laughs> like, when I started caring a little bit. Yeah, know? a little bit. Probably wasn't even anything, but it was just sixth grade and older looks better you know mm. so anywho <laughs> all right cash checks and break necks Woo. 
just to sum up lyrical royale and i think just to sum up our time here mm. yeah carson what's it like being here hanging out with the sean team you've been here for a little while you go home you still have to hang out with reese mm -hmm. outside yeah. of work true it is. what has that experience been like for you and for someone who doesn't know who we are what would it be like for them to walk into a place like this oh gosh i mean the experience that's easy that's been great you know it's been it's been a lot of fun and i like everyone so that's good that except reese but you know mm. Can't you i'm just kidding that. just kidding for someone who doesn't know us to walk in, I would say the best word, because I think the first time I came in, we had ended up having like a Nerf war in the basement that day. So <laughs> for someone who didn't know us to walk in, I would say interesting. Ah, interesting. interesting. But exciting, definitely. But yeah. interesting. interesting. I like that. Yeah. I had a great meeting today where if I can do nothing but... When someone mentions us, we pattern interrupt their brain. Mm -hmm. I think we are who we want to be. Yeah. yeah. This episode was definitely a pattern interrupt. And mm -hmm. that's why I wanted to start it off with that. Yeah. That's good. So, yep. I think it's important to not, you know, yeah. be serious while we're talking about conspiracy theories and not serious. Mm -hmm. And I can jump over to real estate and, I mean, you know, say that. We closed a million dollars worth of homes this week. True. That's true. Because we did! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not as cool. Yeah. It's not as cool. Yeah. Well, that's it for the opening episode. Thank you, Carson, for being here. Thank, Thank you, Caballero. Yeah. Reese. Got some more special guests coming in. Subscribe, like, share, tell your friends, tell your mama, and invite us over for the queue this summer. Hold on, ladies. We're back next week with the Downtown Dream 2.0, the Sean team of, I said that backwards, the Sean team at the Downtown Dream 2.0 of the Not So Real Estate Podcast. Woo! All right. Three forty two. Okay. I have to run to Best Buy. <laughs>